This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Guys, it's topical coronavirus content. It's quarantine content. It's content. It's the coronavirus special. Wash your fucking hands. Oh my god, everyone's dying. No, they're not dying. Oh, they might be. By the time you listen to this, everyone might be dying. Some people are dying. This is in bad taste already. Um, it's pretty mental, guys coronavirus i'm not going to make a joke about the beer or anything like that because actually people are dying and that first thing i said was not a joke i just realized the ramifications of it um pretty fucking scary pretty scary time i'm currently waiting to see which of my tours are cancelled if they're all cancelled or if they're not which is good for me because i've just had three months off and i'll have another three months off which is six months off unpaid unless you all buy a t-shirt from http what is it, is it a colon semicolon forward slash forward slash www.thedownbe.at so it motherfucking says the downbeat uh hopefully there's some in stock you might be able to hear cats fighting basically new year new me no dogs now there's cats um yeah basically i've got six months off work probably so and so have you so i'm not actually going to beg you to buy a t-shirt but you know you got that cash lying around from god it's gonna make a grandparent joke there dodged a bullet there um if you've got that cash lying around from um a grandparent birthday present and not a grandparent uh, bereavement dividend, um, then, you know, swing it my way. Give us a little bit of fucking dough, would you? Because I'm fucked. Getting divorced as well, that's cheap. So Anyway, I'm doing a Q&A. Everyone, this week I'm going to try and do loads of podcasts um, because everyone's home from tour. So I'm going to try and get a few people in bands that have had their tours cancelled, which is almost everyone. So I'll try and get the most interesting people and we'll talk about how fucked our lives are. And I think by the time you listen to this, maybe everyone else's lives. Um, It's pretty fucking savage. Little PSA, if you are young and fit and healthy and you've got a bit of a sniffle, don't go outside because you're probably going to kill gran and granddad. Um, I've seen so many people sharing like, self-isolation is the key on their story. And then in the next shot, it's like them and 11 people at a bar like, woo, coronavirus, buddy. Like, you are going to kill motherfuckers. I went to the gym the other day, which I shouldn't have done. Or should I have done? I don't know. It was before it was before the lockdown, before the zombies hit. And there was no fucking hand soap after all this. Not a single drop of hand soap. There's a cat that's going to drink my coffee. I'm drinking a lovely coffee from a SQ2, square, square, no, square, SQ1, SQ2 is the Sona drum kit, square one, coffee roasters, they were nice enough to send me some stuff, that's not a plug, but it's very nice, I really like it, and they sent me a big box of stuff, and it'd be really nice if they sent me another one. <gasps> Gonna do a Q&A, what else should I talk about, I, um, I'm, uh, I'm actually in a different location, I'm in Glasgow, 
which is fucking sick. Um, I'm staying at the Girl Who Models My Podcast merch, which some people would call the definition of shitting where you eat. But guess what? I've been shitting here and I've been eating here. So we'll see how that goes. Um, what else is new? There's not really much. I've been paying out the arse for a practice room because obviously I don't have a room up here playing on shitty gear but still trying to get those chops in and then this sort of up in the air tour getting cancelled thing and I'm like, I can't really be asked to go and keep the chops up because potentially I might not be going on tour till June so I'll just get good at drums in May maybe May is that before June May April May yeah oh no yeah no I've got April as well I'll do a bit of practice in April can't count can't count the months Memes are doing pretty good in this time, though. I do recommend a good meme site. Maybe two or three meme sites to get you through this because they're real savage at this time of year. I mean, say this time of year, like there's a global catastrophe once a year, sort of like an anti-Christmas where everyone dies. Um, I've got to stop talking about death. Just so, just thought about death for a minute there. Sorry for the dead air. That's a bit bit much. I'll start doing a Q&A and then I'll probably ramble on some other stuff. Thanks to everyone that asked questions. But if you asked a question that's already been answered on a Q&A episode, then fucking go and listen to the podcast, you idiot. Because you might have already been answered before and you're all, you're, your question's already been answered. Wasting my time and therefore yours and everyone else's time because they're listening to this part of the podcast which is absolutely worth nothing now first question from jonathan almond who actually puts on straight from the path shows in glasgow very topical would i fuck a ghost that is the sort of question that we are after we're not after what drumstick head do you think creates the best rebound from these symbols um we're after, would I fuck a ghost? And there's many caveats to fucking a ghost. There's, you know, are we assuming it is a spectre that I can see? Sort of like a a white, like a, like a grey see-through object? In which case it would depend what they look like. Because it just still, it still needs to be a babe. But if it was like a spooky babe, then yeah, I'm into it. Like a ghoul. Oh, hang on. Ghoul is... Now we're getting into ghoul territory. I wish I wish I could have... I mean, I could actually just phone Jonathan Ormond right now. Let's get some clarity. Let's get him on the line. Oh, this is a good episode. All right. Hi, mate. Um, this is on the podcast, so don't cancel yourself. Um, oh, sick. I just need some clarification about this would I fuck a ghost situation like what do they what do they look like is it like a see-through spectre kind of vibe or is it a completely no, oh he's already got an answer so basically because like it's just energy so you can't see it like the, I'll give you the scenario that I've definitely we've definitely spoke about before with other people so you kind of like you're sleeping you're chilling you wake up and like you're like basically getting jerked off. Invisibly. You can't see it, but it feels really good. Yeah. So. Where's the question the here? Am I going to take yeah. a free jerk off from nothing? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. There's no like. I thought you were going to give me like it 
she looks like Slimer, or it's like, oh, it's Megan Fox, but she's covered in ectoplasm and not yours. Yeah, well, I was going to say the same thing. No, I mean, you can you can play how you want. If you want to you fuck Mrs. Slimer, think of it as Mrs. Slimer. Well, if it's invisible, cool. okay, if it's invisible, my answer is absolutely yes, always. If it is Mrs. Slimer, eh, still yeah. Um, it's just a laugh, isn't it? I feel like at this stage in my life, I'm fucking any ghost you throw at me. Give me a yeah. big fucking dude ghost. Give me um, the two guys from Muppets Christmas Carol, and I'll bang both of them out. <laughs> right, anyway, thanks for that. Um, look forward to this being on the internet. Goodbye. That's sort of, um, that's like, um, what do they call that? It's like real radio, that is. Do I have to get clearance for that from somewhere or other right that was question one the answer is yeah fuck any ghost that you can throw at me so any ghosts out here in this flat why don't you come nosh me off tonight insane podcast already um <laughs> this one's funny and topical from paul ham paul hamerla or it might be paul hammer la might be from la or it might be paul paul ha paul hamerla I don't know. Anyway, true financial side of being a drummer in the metal scene in 2020. Fuck knows at the moment. Um, he says, is Stray enough to make a living or do you also have to give lessons or I don't know, sell, sell some down re merch? Um, so, yes, I could live off Stray. Um, just about. But it would be, you need a side hustle. Um, to live comfortably I'm lucky enough that I mean not right now right now my outgoings are absolutely unbelievable but usually and when I'm back on my feet my outgoings shouldn't be that bad and I've I've spent the last maybe 10 years making sure all of my outgoings are so low that if I'm ever in like a time of crisis or not having any work I can still survive but and that means like not taking ex- excessive credit cards and stuff like that um, but right now I'm a bit fucked and everyone's a bit fucked. Um, so I really do rely on the podcast merch. Um, I, I guess exclusively for the next, however long until touring doesn't, till touring gets back, which is terrifying me just talking about it out loud. Um, and I do feel really bad for everyone else in bands that do not have a side hustle. Um, and I imagine though, on, in a positive, in a positive sense, I reckon that you're going to get a lot more people who don't do live streams or twitches or whatever being like, fuck, I've got to get on this. And you might have some of your favorite musicians doing it or maybe even doing podcasts. Um, good luck being better than this one, motherfuckers. But you might get more content out of this because people are desperate. It's going to be like a cyber version of begging um which actually might be quite good for content and i was thinking about this the other day when this is all over the the first few shows back are going to be insane because everyone is going to be like they're going to have blue balls from not moshing and shit it's going to be crazy and like the uh the community that gets built by crisis will be i hope unbelievable if we haven't all murdered each other over fucking toilet roll, which, by the way, I went to go get some toilet roll earlier, 
because we couldn't get any it meant three different supermarkets so I went to a corner shop to get some toilet roll and the woman looked at me like I'd just come in and shit on the floor and then not wipe my ass. I was like what? She was like we have a two person two per person limit I was like yeah I'm buying one pack that has nine rolls in it what do you want me to do split the fucking pack up anyway and then I walked down the street about half a mile down the street clutching this toilet roll and everyone was looking at me like I was some sort of panic buyer when really I just wanted to wipe my ass and maybe blow my nose as you can hear I probably need to blow my nose Jesus um let's do some more Okay, question two. Why is Deaf Heaven a good band? And that is from Moore's Tattoo. And we'll actually tr- segue that into, let's talk about that sweet new tat from Moore's, which is what someone said. Um, he's asking me why Deaf Heaven's a good band because he's an elite black metal guy. Um, and they don't like Deaf Heaven because Deaf Heaven's basically hipsters. But I'm a massive hipster. And also, Death Heaven sort of sounds a bit like My, my Bloody Valentine, like emo-y, sad boy music, plus black metal. And that is absolutely every single bit of my personality in one band. And the lyrics are very, very good. Um, if you don't listen to Death Heaven, I suggest... Even if you don't like black metal, because it's like the production's still pretty raw, but there's, there's a, a little bit more of a shine on it. There's emo moments and there's absolutely no racism, which you cannot really be sure about in most black metal. There's always one guy in the band that's like, oh, you tried out this, you listen to this new black metal band? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, they're sick. And then a photo comes up of a guy at a party wearing a Ku Klux Klan costume. And it's like, oh, come on. Couldn't you have just went as Bowser or something? Like everyone else. Like Bowser's quite a hard costume to have, actually. Mario. Wario even, if you're determined to be bad, then be Wario, don't be the KKK, or Waluigi, the often forgotten Waluigi, Um, and how was that tattoo, it was actually one of the most painful tattoos I've ever had in my life, I got the bit between your collarbone and your neck tattooed, that's not really a trap, there's no muscle there, it's just flesh, I didn't take any painkillers or use any kind of thing, Um, usually I'll take at least a few prescription strength painkillers that I don't have the prescription for um but in this case I didn't and it was it was very naughty and then I drove four and a half hours after it I seem to only enjoy getting tattooed if I can drive for five hours afterwards and that makes it way way worse why have I still got my headphones on I can hear myself twice you didn't need to know that um I recently been told I'm quite wheezy so hopefully that's not coming through the microphone You'll all message me now and be like, yeah, you are wheezy. That's just part of your thing. I'm like, what? I thought it was a picture of health. Next question. From at humming inside. Did, did I ever have... Huh? Did you ever have anxiety when playing? Have I ever had anxiety when playing? Like, what's wrong with my kick, etc.? Yes. The answer is all the fucking time. Uh, all it takes is one little stick drop or mistake or time where I haven't felt like I've really warmed up and I spend the rest of the gig having anxiety. Um, and it did used to carry on outside of the gig for the rest of the night until the next gig. Until I started realising, this isn't a flex, but there are some bands who are really, really big 
and their drummer's really not very good, and no one cares. They play to like 15,000 people with a pretty shitty drummer, and everyone still loves them. So then once I got that into my head, I was like, no one really cares what I sound like, or can realise what I sound like, except for maybe like 5% of the room. Most people just care that I'm up there having a little rock, and for most of the time, I just look at the singer anyway. Not nowadays, because I'm an international fucking legend, thanks to the Downbeat podcast, www.thedownbe.at, buy a shirt, 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 please, please, or a hoodie. Hoodies are very expensive to make, actually. Let's stop talking about my clothing. Um, and what's wrong with my kick drum? I think about that all the time, because it's terrible. Yes, here we are. Next question. T underscore M underscore Allen. Um, I'm guessing that's Timothy Michael Allen. Or it is Allen, trademark, but backwards. How do you motivate yourself when all you want to do is poop and play PS4? Now, Allen or TM, let's call you... Hang on. TM at Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Tim Allen we got Tim Allen on the show guys anyway Tim I'm glad you've taken a bit of time out from your workshop Uh, how do I motivate myself when all I want to do is poop and play PS4 the thing is I don't really want to poop that's not it's not like a big pastime of mine pooping um And I'm weird with PlayStation 4 and games in general, right? When I was a kid, probably from about 6 until I would say 13, all I did was play video games. Just, it was all I cared about and all I did. And then when I got into drumming more, I I just didn't have one. I think Dreamcast was the last one I had and I was like, nah, fuck this, because I could see that it was... It was eating into my creativity um, and my free time to play drums. So I actually just didn't buy one and I was just too obsessed with drums in my free time to do anything. Um, and that's probably when I got good at the drums. And then that, and then I did actually the opposite thing, which was when, when I got to a comfortable enough level that I, when I'm off tour, I've got loads of free time. That's when I actually bought a PS4. So I bypassed like PS3... I've got a PS4 just to kill some time. And still now, unless it's a multiplayer game, I just don't care. I don't play single-player games because I think I could be doing something productive here. Whether or not... And this is going to sound like I'm one of those self-help people. But whether or not it's like reading something that's going to help with... what I'm not going to say business because fuck a business book. But like reading a book that I'm interested in or usually just working on drum stuff or nowadays the podcast or even just networking with people to sort out future episodes of the podcast. That's what I do with my downtime. And if I do have maybe an hour or two, it will be a multiplayer game and it has to be with a party on. And I kind of just see that as socializing in a weird way. Like I'll do FIFA with Sam. You know about Derby Day. I'll do Derby Day with Sam. Um, which I would do all day if I could, but I can't. Um, Grant Anderson says, where does Vinnie Paul rate on your drama scale? Um, not that highly. 
Um, amazing drummer, did a lot of stuff. Is dead, but no. What's the most awkward experience when getting tattooed? The most awkward experience you've ever had when getting tattooed. That's by from Finn Gillian. Um, probably on my left arm, which some of it's pretty shit. Um, but most of it's done by the same guy. And when I first got tattooed by him, he was like, do you mind if I do a couple of lines of coke? And it was a bit like, it was a bit awkward because I was like, well, yeah, I, I guess I do mind because you're going to be on drugs and putting ink into my arm, which will be there forever. Anyway, I was a kid, so I let him do it, smashed it, got a really good tattoo out of it. And then the next time he was like the same thing. Do you mind if I rail a couple of lines? I was like, yeah, fucking fire away. Anyway, we got like three quarters of the sleeve done pretty fucking sick. And then this one time, he didn't have any coke. Fucked it. It was dog shit. And I've got this big dog shit fucking crap Medusa thing on my arm from the one time he didn't have any cocaine. So I can only assume that maybe he had a cocaine problem. And I caught him on a come down. Anyway, that's on my arm forever. So, don't, I would probably not get tattooed by someone while they're doing cocaine, or make sure they're always doing cocaine. That's the rules. Okay, next question. From Dana or Dana Heisel. Heisel? Sorry. What are some of the things you've sacrificed to become the drummer you are today? Number one, an entire marriage. Number two, a dog. Number three, various friends and family members number four that's not it's fucking fucking everything you, you can't be a musician that tours six months out of the year and expect to have a normal life people will come and go people can't handle it even if they think they can handle it eventually they won't be able to handle it um and that's just a part and party, part and party, part and parcel of being, being a fucking rock star, bro. No, like being a traveling musician, people aren't going to be, and even you're, you're going to change as a person when you're, when you're off tour. I'm fucking miserable when I'm off tour, usually, quite a lot of the time. Um, that can't be that handy for f- like friendships. I definitely lost a lot of friendships. Yeah, everything. To answer your question, what's what are some of the things you've sacrificed to become the drummer you are today? The answer is absolutely everything, including physical health and mental health, because my back is kind of, my hip is kind of fucked, and it's definitely from drumming and not the gym. Um, but I wouldn't change it for the fucking world, because other than during times of global pandemic, it's the best job in the world. Right now, it's the worst fucking job in the world. But I'm doing a podcast for you, to just, you know, sail on through. Uh, there's a lot of people who've been messaging me about, what's your favourite gear? Oh, what symbols do you play and why? I go, 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 da, da, da. Right. I'm always playing the same shit. In my videos, sometimes I play a different set, but if you go on the Minor Symbols website, I'm always playing that setup because that's my favourite symbol setup. Favourite heads are always the same. Favourite drumsticks are always the same. Everything's always the same. Um, I like what I like. I might as well just reel it off. 
I'm not reading my symbols off. Um, Vic Firth Rock, they're my favourite sticks. Evans G2s. Oh, I like the UV2. Oh, shit. Actually, yeah. Fuck, it has changed. You're right. You're right. Um, Evans UV2s on Tom's and a ST on the snare. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. How fast can you break down your kit and load out? Mm, depends what's on offer. If we're going to in and out, pretty fucking fast. If it's a 19-hour drive to fucking Utah, probably pretty slowly. And if it's when I've got Timmy or Josh, my two drum techs, then not at all when they'll do it. Timmy's actually the fastest motherfucker going. Um... I think he's done it in about seven minutes before. You're going to hear a corona sneeze right now. Go, 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 go. I think I'm living with a corona patient. Patient zero in Glasgow. Okay, got a pretty good one here. When you were teaching, what was the best way to get more students? Now, if anyone doesn't know, before I was in Stray... I was in like a few other bands and stuff, but my main job was teaching the drums. And I basically had about 25 students a week. There was probably 20, I think there was 19 of those that were every single week. And there was maybe like I had five or six walk-ins a week. Um, Fuck, have I spoke about this on the podcast before? If I have, you fucking idiot for asking this question. Um... But basically, the number one thing is get a background check. Um, I think I had, at the time, it was... Fuck, I can't remember what it was called. Some background check where they check that you're not going to diddle kids. And get that. And then you want to basically advertise in... I I actually went down the route of not advertising in music shops or whatever. I advertised in like village halls, you know, they've got those little notice boards, supermarkets and churches, funnily enough, given my background in Satan. Um, And then, to be honest, it's word of mouth. Word of mouth is king, especially if you're teaching kids. And I would recommend getting the background checks or whatever relevant um, training you need to do to teach kids because it's kids that have the return factor from a student point of view. Like the parents, especially if you're working towards a goal, like in the UK, you can do grade books. I've definitely spoke about this on the podcast before. Fuck you, whoever asked this question. Um, But if you're working towards like a grade book where you can do an exam or whatever then you that kid will come back for however long it takes to do the book even if you don't have a grade graded exam set make your own sort of thing up where it's like right we'll do x pages from stick control and then with a view to learning these six dave weckle play alongs from that first dave weckle book that isn't insane or whatever and then you train the students up to get that far and you would create your own curriculum so then from each student, from each brand new student that hasn't played the drums, you've probably got six weeks of beginner lessons, six weeks of, um, as in like how to hold a fucking drumstick, six weeks of um, basic grooves, and then upwards of six weeks of trying to play songs from a play-along book. Like that is, what, 
shit maths 18 weeks per student if you're charging 30 pound an hour 18 weeks you do the maths that's fucking loads of money uh but the key thing is to have like a beginner to uh, getting a beginner to an intermediate level like have a plan that you use as a basis for all students and then obviously go off piste if they need a little bit of work in timing or whatever but i ain't gonna do it for you you've got to do that bit yourself uh worst venue toilet you ever used definitely one in italy no offense italy but fuck there's only two of you i think italian listeners to the podcast um fuck me there's just holes in the floor sometimes in some of those smaller Italian venues. <sighs> Although, when you're squatting like that, the poo does come out quite easy, but it's just the concept that I don't like. Disagree with the concept in general. Um, I'm just going down these. There's a lot of crap questions this time, guys. Where's your I want to fuck a ghost shit? Where's your would you fuck a mermaid? I just want to know what you think I would fuck? Question mark. If you could have two super superpowers, I nearly said superhuman powers. If you could have two superpowers, what would they be? Um, I don't really know. I should have prepared this one. I guess. I don't care enough about anything. What would I do? Go and save a bunch of people I don't care about? Um, my superpower would be Medicare for all. Um, and you can do that by voting for Bernie Sanders. Um, if I could pick one drummer to replace you in Stray, who would it be? Uh, probably someone not as good as me, so I wouldn't feel bad coming back. Um, we've got Matt from Spike to fill in for me for a bit. He's really good. And I was a bit nervous when I got back. Um... If I could only listen to one artist for the rest of my life, but the entire discography for that artist, who would it be? Radiohead. There's so much of it. There's so much different different vibe to it. I could I could live off Radiohead. Desert Island Disc. Every Radiohead album. Oh, this is a good one. Well done. At 7MND. If you were to be a part of a supergroup and had to pick each member from a different band, who would they play and what genre? Who would they be and what genre would you guys play? That question rips. Um, okay. I'm guessing I can't have the people from my own band because I would actually quite like some of them in it because I have a lot of fun with them. And, you know, obviously, when you're my age, which is 33 on Thursday, please buy a T-shirt um, for my birthday. Um, if you are my age, most of touring is hanging out. I've got to be able to hang out with these motherfuckers. So I'm going to pick Sam. Carter on vocals, obviously, because he's my best fucking boy. He's my shining man. Number one handsome man, Sam, because we have a fucking good time and he's the fucking goat. So he's on vocals. Um, If I can only pick one from each band, I'm not going to pick Josh because he's in Architects. Um, How's how's about this? Let's go Ackle from Tesseract on guitar and I would also just get him to write everything because that would be very sick, because I love that band, and he's a very, very good songwriter. Um, I'm going to take V-Man on the bass um, for party elements, and also 
bass playing skills, V-Man from Slipknot that is, and also obviously the hangout factor. Already, I don't know if Ackle parties, but already this band is not going anywhere due to the party element. Um, but I would also, let's go other guitarists. I think I'd get Andy from Every Time I Die because I only hang out with him a couple of times, but he's a big, attractive man that likes to go to the gym, and I need at least one person in my band that goes to the gym with me. He's also a shredder. He also knows V-Man, so there's not going to be any sort of... Oh, and Sam, actually, so there's no sort of awkwardness there. Oh, this band fucking rips. Um, And then, if we're getting another member involved, I feel like I want synths, so because I want it to be a little bit Nine Inch Nailsy, a bit spooky. I'm going to go with John from The Devil Wears Prada. Also for Hangout Factor, and man, this band is so good. Can we get this together? Sam Carter, Andy from Eated, Ackle from Tesseract, V-Man from Slipknot, John from Devil West Prada, your fucking boy, Craig Reynolds, ripping those skins. I want that band to happen. Can we make that band happen? Can everyone just tag all these people and make this band happen? Because... Jesus, I'd have a fucking good time. In this time of crisis, we could do it while no one's touring. We'd do a little supergroup. That is the best supergroup anyone's ever thought of. No questions asked. Um, That might be the last question. Top five movies. No one's ever asked me this. Let's do it. Let's end on top five movies. Um, Number one, Inception. I just fucking love it. Christopher Nolan. Just... Give me that little director dick, Christopher Nolan, and I'll suck that shit clean off your body. You're the best, man. You're not going to hear this, but I'm putting it out there. Inception, I remember when I saw it, the soundtrack, Hans Zimmer, up nice and loud, just proper head fuck. Love that movie, love everything about it. Number two, uh, Dead Man's Shoes by Shane Meadows. If you haven't seen that movie, fucking dark, Midlands, drama. Don't Google it. Just watch it. Um, I feel like Hereditary might be in my top five, which some people will think is crap, but I really like it from a horror film point of view. It's got the right element of spooky and uh, weird and fucked up for me. What am I on? Three. Old Boy, the Korean version, the original version of Old Boy. Again, don't Google it. Just watch that. I feel like Old Boy might be number two, actually, if, if this is in order. Old Boy's number two. And what have I got at number one? I gave you four right off the bat, so they must be real. Uh, American Psycho. Love the book. Love the movie. Love the fact the movie was directed by a woman, given that the book is quite sexist, but to prove a point. Not so keen on Brett Easton Ellis, the writer of the book's current sort of viewpoint on the world which kind of spoils it for me but I feel like the movie still stands the test of time and Christian Bale absolute babe in that movie isn't he fucking definitely some roids in there because I think he went from there to the machinist and then to Batman definitely a couple of cycles a little bit of trend maybe to get him up to that Batman weight if you don't know what that means good um disclaimer I've never done trend Otherwise, I'd be way bigger than I actually am. I'm actually very small. I'm actually a small little man. Um, And that leads me to my next question where someone says, what's your current training split? My current training split is push, pull, legs, day off. Different push, different pull, different legs, day off. 
So I go to the gym six days a week because I am bored and sometimes depressed and it makes me less of both. What happened with your vegan experiment? I tell you what happened. It it sort of coincided with the, an extreme mental breakdown that I had, which led to me not going to Japan. Nothing to do with the veganism, I don't think. But in my time of not sleeping and just living like a zombie, I just ordered pizza and easy things I knew how to cook. My problem was I was cooking excellent vegan meals and when I had an extreme breakdown I couldn't be bothered to cook and I didn't really know of any vegan ready meals however up here in Glasgow eating mostly vegan I would say it's probably 70-30 vegan it's definitely 95% vegetarian 5% meat I still eat a little bit of fish um but yeah I'm I'm doing my bit to ethically eat. Also, a lot of um, a lot of I've seen a lot of vegans that are, are apparently for vegans for the environment still out and about in pubs and clubs while a virus is killing people. So you know, guys, I know you don't like humans, but wash your hands at least if you're gonna bowl around the place. You're gonna bowl around Brewdog getting your cauliflower wings and killing your gran. Um, I think that's probably it, guys. What are the chances we get a downbeat workout playlist? There's already my workout playlist. I feel like some of you are RCs just so I fucking speak to you. Um, it's on Apple Music. It's called Dame Judy Bench, um, which is a funny play on Dame Judy Dench. The, of course, the actress from the hit movie Cats. And no other movies. That's the only movie she's been in. Um, And then somebody ripped it and put it on Spotify, right? And then put other shit songs on there by shit metalcore bands. Let's let's pull this up and see what shit they've added. And I'll tell you what was not me. Someone... What a boring little wanker you got to be to do this. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Dame, Judy... Bench, there it is. There's the playlist. So I have a version of it, which is on there, which is actually, yeah, that is by me, but I haven't updated it in a while. So a lot of that is still there, Dame Judy Bench. And then someone else has made one called Dame Judy Hench, and they've added, they've taken my playlist, and then they've added, like, no offence, but After the Burial and... Just a lot of After the Burial. What else have they done? No one knows Queens of the Stone Age. Now, that is a good song, but I'm not listening to it in the gym. What else have they got on this shit? Whitechapel? Yeah, but it's not a good song. End? Actually, yeah, that should be on mine. Um, now, a lot of this is already on mine. Not loose. Oh, well, I get in trouble for that. Anyway, yeah, the real one is on Apple Music. And also, if you're on Spotify and not Apple Music, your money is going directly to a CEO that doesn't have anything to do with music and he's promised that people would get larger streaming revenues for about five or six years and he hasn't done it. If anything, he's actually made streaming less. Whereas if you go to Apple Music, your money will be going to Dr. Dre, who is much cooler and much more deserving of your money and pays a better royalty rate. This is not an advert. This is not an advert. But please, come on. I think I'm going to call this here, guys, because there's only so long I can ramble on. It's like nearly 40 minutes, isn't it? There's been no intro. There's been no outro. I'm going to upload this 
immediately for coronavirus content. Content, I'm going to call it. Yeah, peace out. Be safe. Wash your fucking hands. Wash those fucking hands. Don't buy loads of toilet roll, you cunts. <laughs>